Are you happy? Magic Seeds takes a good look at everyday challenges and gives solid advice on how to navigate through them, be it relationships, career, parenting, or just not feeling happy inside. I'm Dr. Adam Grise. And I'm Laura Grise. Please join us weekly to discuss everyday situations that seem to be getting in the way of feeling happy and peaceful. We'll provide magic seeds and a reliable roadmap for you to follow to stay on a healthy path for your life. Welcome back to Magic Seeds. Good afternoon, Laura. Good afternoon, Adam. An afternoon episode. Mm-hmm. We're recording at a different time of the day. Whoa. I don't know if this is good or bad here. I feel very uncomfortable. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. What are we doing today? Well, let's talk about, we were coming up with this topic. No, we were coming, we we're trying to come up with a, a topic. topic. <laughs> and I think right now it's winter time. Yes. And it's just everything's just, there's a lot of commotion in life, right? Mm -hmm. And I think we have a major case of the efforts. Yes. Can't say efforts. No, we can't say efforts because kids listen to the show. Let's it also doesn't it. sound as good as the real. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But let's, uh, let's call it the ducats. The ducats. Yeah. We have a serious case of the ducats. Yes. Yes. That's good. That'll be a good title for this. Mm. Today is the last day before vacation, so before the kids get off of school yeah. for vacation. And so today should be an extremely productive day. I mean, it's my last chance. To should. Get, yes. You're it's my the last, shoulds. Yes, my last chance to get a lot of stuff done. And no matter what I did to try to convince myself, I looked around like, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. This, 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 this. Okay, what should I start with? And nothing felt right. I just, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't. So you got a case of the ducats. I have the case, <laughs> a major case of the ducats and it doesn't happen often, but I have to say that the very, very first time I ever learned, maybe learned, I don't know if that's the right word, but learned about the ducats. So <laughs> this was years and years ago and I was going crazy at work back in the day at at Awakenings. At Awakenings, back, back in the day. Drinking like your 40-ounce Starbucks, so keep it much, going, right? Like So much coffee. Like in artificial energy to just yes. meet the demands yes. of every day. Until Working in the wee hours of the night and then going home, getting a couple hours of sleep, coming back and working again. And we went for a camping trip with a bunch of the people who worked there, but they were also our friends. It was like, you know, weird incestuous friends, I guess. <laughs> And I decided to shut down Awakenings for a Friday and a Monday. I'd never done that except for the holidays or Christmas, right? And so I remember already that was like a weird thing that I had decided to do. But you know, where we were going, we needed to have that kind of time because it was, I don't remember how far away, maybe three or four hours away where the camping trip was. Anyway, we went camping and when we came back, we reopened on a Tuesday. And I remember one of the trainers coming up and saying, I don't feel like working today. And that would have never, ever entered my psyche, ever. I would have never allowed that to enter, even when I was you know, a teenager working. At like, Little Caesars? <laughs> yes, Little Caesars, at the Gulf Sittlers, at the PA Dutch Festival. I liked when you were a carny. Mm -hmm, I was a carny. Sarah and I were carnies. Allentown Festival. Anyway, so... He said he didn't feel like working today. And then all of us were laughing and we coined the phrase. I don't know if we coined the phrase because it probably sure was it's always been around there. for a long time. Right. But 
I have a serious case of the ducats. Ducats. And I remember we were laughing about it, but I cannot tell you the feeling of freedom that I was able to feel it, verbalize it, and actually do it, like accept it. All right. I have the case of the ducats and I'm not going to do anything today. Did you literally not do anything? I mean, you had clients lined up. We had clients, but I think as soon as they were done, I was out of there, which wasn't usually the case. You're talking directly to, I mean, obviously everything we talk about here. And I think however many episodes we're in now, 20, 25. Don't Don't know. I hope people are starting to get a sense that the wisdom that we pull from, right? The system that we adhere to you know, using the cycle of life. Mm -hmm. It's pretty repetitive. Oh my God. (laughs) It's it's driving me crazy. Like, I feel like we talk about this all the time. And I even said, I'm so, I don't know if I said this to you or not, or if I just thought it, I'm so sick of talking about how I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, you repress all your emotions. So of course. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of feeling or even talking about how we feel. I mean, it's a lot. And there are some times where there's so much to process that it's just enough is enough. It's like, like, just stop. It's like, take a vacation. Like, let's go play. Let's go fun. Yes. Enough. Yes, totally. I mean, right. That's what, um, two patients today. I mean, obviously I don't discuss patients, but just in general, two points there. One is like, Hey, I want to have fun. I realize, you know, you check in, right? Scan. What do you need, little Adam? And little Adam's like, right. I want to have fun. I'm like, oh, totally. We've been so stuck in this yeah. have to do, have to do mode. Wow. I forgot to check in and give you a little fun. Let's put that on the map. Mm. Right? Like that's a big one. What if you can't put that on the map? Then you have a massive issue mm-hmm. because there's not, there's never enough time in a day, right? There's never enough time in a lifetime to, like my life does not stop. When's the last time you've been sitting around being like, hmm. I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. What could I possibly do? I find myself such saying, a foreign concept. so many, you know, friends are texting in and, you know, I cannot make this episode timeless. It's a very, very crazy busy time of year for everybody. It's the holidays. Okay. And I'm not making this timeless. So I will make sure that we pump this out soon. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's asking Hey, how are you? How you doing? And it's nice to be honest. You know, it's nice to be honest with everybody. It's nice to be honest with myself. Usually I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm good. You know, like whatever, like, you know, banging on all cylinders. But I find myself being very honest with people and just saying, you know what? I'm crawling to the finish line. And then they say to me, oh my God, thank you for saying that. (laughs) No, they don't say thank you, but they say, you know, yes. Can't stand this time of year. Love this time of year. Can't stand it. Love it. That's what people say about raising children. <laughs> do. I don't, I don't like, say that. Wouldn't trade it for anything in the world, but oh my God, they are life sucking forces. No, I don't feel that way. I do not. Feel no, that but way. it's hard. The point is it's a labor of love. Like anything that you invest yourself into, you want to give it all, right? Mm-hmm. And if you give it all, there will come a point where you're like, I have nothing left to give. And then if you force yourself to keep on going and not give yourself the break, it starts feeling pressured. Right. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. Well, Can you instill, uh, you know, instate a time you're like, oh, it's a time for the ducats. Right. Like it's time to just let go. It's time to take the pressure off being the perfect dad, being the perfect provider, being the perfect person, being the one who shows up and does this, being like enough. Like you have to give yourself a break from all the labels, all the identifications to just let yourself be. And like you're saying, it feels so light and airy 
when you don't have to uphold right. some should, have to, can't. Right. At least in our practice, you know, you teaching Chinese medicine, me teaching the Ayurvedic medicine, the it's winter season right now. And everything we teach everybody, it's honoring that winter. And I do, and I found myself even recording this last year, I remember, but this is the season that I have the toughest, toughest time with. It's very, yeah. very difficult for me. It's very difficult for me to slow down. It's very difficult for me to admit slowing down because I think it's lazy and I don't like sitting around. I don't like it and I don't like not doing anything. But I do know from the ancient wisdom and from experience that slowing down and doing nothing and honoring that winter, it allows, and I'll pull from the ancient wisdom, but also from experience, it allows the, the crazy chaos, right? So if we're running around for the seasoning, getting gifts and making sure that the kids are at all their activities and you know everything that's going on, if we can quiet that down, then it allows major, major time for introspect, which is really, really important for growth, yeah. right? Otherwise, if you have that crazy chaos, there's zero time for you to hear what you're really saying inside. So I know it's important. And what adjustments you want to make before you right. make your next push. Right. And that's how you get more energy. Yeah. That's how you become more efficient. Again, like when we had your brother on, Mike, mm -hmm. and you know, he was a farmer basically for a few years and it was right. so cool. And he was talking about in February, how they prune back the trees and that's right. the farmer's way of saying no. And it's so perfectly aligned. I've been talking about that with patients ever since yes. then that like, yeah, this is the second half of winter. There's an engagement point for the first half of winter. It's kind of like the transition from autumn to winter. And then there's the second half of winter where it's you're kind of setting the stage for the outward growth of spring and, you know, pruning the branches, pruning the trees. So you're getting rid of things you do not want to grow anymore. So energy is not wasted there. Extraneous and things. And you're then streamlining where you want growth to happen. The nutrition. It's the way to stay on point in life. And if you don't slow down long enough and come to that place of stillness to get that perspective, you're just reacting all the time to life. You're putting in all this effort in the outward phase when you're active in life, when that should just be following the path. If you prune the trees in February, you don't have to worry about overgrowth mm -hmm. for the rest of the year. It's like, do the work in that stillness to redefine the structure you want to live within. And in that sense, so think of how full your life is, right? And mm -hmm. I'm just putting it on you because you're talking about that, but I mean, it's mm -hmm. our lives and it's everyone's lives out there. There's so many moving parts. There's mm -hmm. so many things. There is no break. You finish one thing, there's a list that's, you know, 10 pages long of stuff that you know you haven't gotten to, but it needs to be gotten to at some point. And so if you don't actively go out of your way to just let go and say, you know what? No, duck it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that just flowed out of you. If you don't do that, you're just going to be scrambling your entire life and your mind will tell you we're scrambling so we could possibly finish this so we could relax. And it's like, mm. nope, nope. And just like you said, like, when's the time to put in fun? I right. want to have fun. Well, there is no time. Right. There's no time for that. But you have to create the time and let life grow around that. Again, you have to prune and plant to determine where you want growth to happen. So let's talk about that because it brings up a couple of things for me is learning how to say no, right? So you're figuring out the things that you need to prune. How's that working for you? Very well, thank you. <laughs> so when the kids say, I need, 
Okay, that's another thing that I was going to say. So learning how to say no and watching out for the red flags and the red flags for me, especially when someone else is speaking. No, when I'm speaking as well, but I have to take some time from it. But the shoulds and the needs, and I can't and I won't, those little buzzwords, they're not so little. Those buzzwords are really, really big for me. And that was a very big aha moment in my life when I started paying attention to the shoulds, right? We all set them for ourselves. It's that control. It's when you say you should do something, it's exactly what you should not be doing. (laughs) Well, it's not that you should not be doing it. It's that it shouldn't be doing it from the place of should. Right, right. But why does a should come? Let me ask you this. Why? Why do we feel the need or fall into the trap of creating all the shoulds? It's our expectations. It's our attachments. It's what we've learned. And fear. Fear. Absolutely. Afraid of not being, living up to the version of the type of person your head tells you you want to be, need to be. Right. You can't bear to look at yourself as anything less than. Feeling productive. And if I'm not productive, I should be productive. If I'm not, then I'm lazy. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's Laura's dad. If you're listening, Pete. Come on, we all have it. We all have it. I, I'm not the only one. No, of course. This is a, a kind of a universal. No, but. And, and, and listen, and there's who... dysfunction on the other side, too. There's dysfunction on where it's the same kind of spectrum, mm-hmm. but the other side is someone who is so afraid of being judged by what they do that they end up doing nothing because they don't want to even give anyone the opportunity to say it wasn't enough, right? And that's the opposite end of it. Or the someone who literally falls into the inertia of the stillness and can't get themselves going. They don't know how to be the adult in the room to be like, okay, it's time to wake up. We're going to go. Hey, we'll do it nice and slow at first, right? Like ease your way from winter into spring. But dysfunction happens on every side of it. So, I mean, it's so easy to point the finger at one aspect and be like, Oh, look at you. But I mean, please, we're, we're all riddled with it. We all have dysfunction, major yeah. dysfunction. That's yeah. why we have our podcast. <laughs> so we could point the finger at others. In the- no, we point our finger to us. Now, I think a lot of this comes down to learning to trust yourself. I remember when I was a teenager and I was positive, I was not enough. Like I didn't have it within me. I didn't have what it took to be successful to follow through, to be dynamic enough. I knew it. It wasn't like I was questioning it. I knew it deep within me. There was something in me that just, every time I had to do something, it felt so forced. It felt like I wasn't genuinely motivated to do this stuff. And I'm like, I don't have it in me, man. And if I was smart or wise, or I had good, someone you know knew what I was going through and could guide me, they would have said, hey, be patient, wait for it to come and ask the right questions to kind of see if stuff can come to the surface. Mm-hmm. But instead I forced myself because what, I mean, I'm not going to, I still had to go to school. I had to figure out what I'm going to do as an adult and blah, blah, blah. And so I developed this should have tos because I didn't trust that I would sprout. And that, well, that's a big one. In defense to you, who's taught that at a young age? That's fine. That's fine. Like, and how long do you sit? Yeah. So that's the point and, then. And so and how do you then? as an adult who has all these responsibilities, how long do you sit? So that's what I want to say. If you incorporate a form within the formula of how you live to say, no matter what phase I'm in, I am going to always check in and see if it's time to pivot to the next phase. Because all of us are going to either be in a phase that we want to get the, get out of, 
<laughs> get mm -hmm. the heck out of, mm -hmm. or we're going to be in a phase that we just want to stay in forever. Right? Like I always want to be going, I always want to be doing, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's really good. You have that energy. You just don't trust to let go of it because you only know to live in that. Like your mind only yeah, lives right. in that box. And so if you can incorporate some little that kind of check and balance, like, okay, I'm going to let myself have a case of the ducats. I'm going to let myself sit on a couch and do nothing oh, God, and not no. have an agenda. Okay. I know you can't even handle that. No. But if you do that and you say, you know what though, I'm going to have an alarm go off tomorrow that says, hey, we're going to get a little movement in today. We're going to just see. I don't need an alarm. You don't have that problem. <laughs> but if so, but to the point, you don't want to give in. Once you realize you're I need being, a, I need a weighted blanket to hold me down on the couch. <laughs> Once you realize you're being motivated by fear of being too still, fear of not being enough, at that point, you don't want to wake up the next morning and start doing, because you know if you're not consciously thinking about it, you're going to do. Your mind tells you to do all the time. So at that point, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. So therefore, I'll set an alarm that says, hey, we can slowly make our way out of this and then see if it, how it feels. And you give yourself the permission to still maybe have a case of the ducats, but you're going to go and take a walk. Maybe you're not going to try to run and bike and do a million things, but you're going to start the outward projection and start moving along your life, maybe doing one chore, but allowing yourself to do it very relaxed. No pressure to crush it. No pressure to get it done in a certain amount of time. As long as you're challenging yourself like that, you're never going to get stuck for too long. And maybe you start trusting that you can allow your genuine energy, which you have a ton of, by the way, you can allow that to be the why for when you start moving forward instead of the normal why, which is have to, should. I do have a lot of energy, but lately uh, you're, <laughs> you asked me this morning, are you feeling okay? <laughs> I, I, I was wondering if I, we should like tell you to go make an appointment. I know. I know. I've been waking up very tired. Very, very tired. No, I've been very tired, like all day long. But I think it's because it's the case of the ducats building up. You just have, well, yeah, you've been I haven't pushing. allowed myself to have the ducats. Right. And maybe if I do allow myself the ducats, then I'm not going to be tired all day exactly. long. Exactly. Allow some restoration. Mornings. We, it was maybe last weekend. I don't know how to do that. Last weekend and every day of our life is just falls to the wall. Falls to the wall. Falls to the wall. It is, man. It is. And it's I'm nuts. not, I am not raised in it's like, nuts. like the way your family operates, right? I love it because it like, it gets me to be productive. It's high octane. But I don't think it's the norm. And so. I do. Of course you do. I do. Oh yeah. I, I, I look around. I, I feel like everybody norm, is, is if like If it's this. the norm, if it's the norm, what does every single person say to you when they see you and all the things you're doing with the kids? I don't know how you do it. Oh, but I thought that's the norm. How would they say it if that was the norm? They are doing it. Okay. I just, no, honestly. Okay. They are. I had this realization this fall. Like, wow, everybody is just running themselves ragged. Well, yes, everyone is. Yes, they are. But you're doing it times 10. No. Everyone's running ragged because when you're raising kids and mm -hmm. have businesses and uh -huh. jobs, it's just, again, there's more stuff than we yes. could possibly handle. I feel like everybody is doing the same thing and we're all running ourselves into the ground. Well, we're all going to usually- we all need to have a ducket day. So a ducket day. A ducket day. A ducket day. Let's have a ducket day. No, you say this with brightness in your eyes, <laughs> but literally last weekend, literally. <laughs> I did. We spent I the first half weekend. of the day 
we spent the first half of the day. It was, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, whatever. And we were doing stuff. I don't even remember what it was, but we were productive and doing our thing. And then literally at 2 PM and keep in mind, you never slow down ever. Right. At 2 PM, we sat on the couch and I think we watched a movie yes. and you literally had an existential crisis yes. at like 6 PM that you have literally wasted the day. I wasted my life. Wasted your life. I can't believe I'm married to you. I don't understand what I'm doing. I have to, I'm having a case of the dockets now. I, I gotta, I gotta remove myself. I did. I mean, I had a freak out. Well, you know, that's one thing I wanted to say to you is when I feel like I would love to have the case of the ducats, then I think of everything I'm about to let go of. And when I get back to it, it's like the gremlins. Do you remember the, the movie, the gremlins? When they multiplied. In the yes. Water? Yes. That's what I feel like. You can't let your guard down because if you do, or, then life is even harder. That's the point of the chip away. At that's it. the point of pruning the tree. You are trying to keep so many branches thriving. It's too much. Well, I have you can't. a really, really beautiful, bright, and fruitful fruit tree. So you say, but if you're the soil <laughs> that is providing the nutrients for it, you're pretty fallow right now. You're pretty- Put some fertilizer in me, please. You need to, how do you get fertilizer? You have to take a second to stop. You go to Home Depot and- <laughs> Not Home Depot, you go to Lowe's and you get fertilizer. Honestly, like there's a formula for living and it goes against our society for sure. You know, the way our culture is run, our society is run, it's we have gotten out of natural rhythm. We no longer allow proper time to let go and be still. It's just, we live in a society that is built on outward production. What can you produce? What do you have to produce? More, 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 faster, faster, faster. Lights on all the time. Stimulation, stimulation. We literally have baked out of the equation and two essential parts of what perpetuates our evolution and our being healthy and thriving. I would love to cut winter out of the seasons. There you go. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with, people. This is what I'm no, working no, against. No, really. Let's let's talk about winter. Let's stillness, <laughs> silence, cold, darkness. Oh my gosh, who wants this? Let's all take a vote and let's get rid of it. You think? Yes. I'll tell you this. I think it's a beautiful plan. Here's what I have found. Experiential. Or we can move to Florida. <laughs> we can move to the equator. <laughs> I have honestly found, because I was so petrified that inside myself, I was still and dark and cold. And I knew it. Again, then how am I married to you? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you would say, Adam, no, you're not. Right? You're jumpy and you're bouncy. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> what would you say? You I'm a bump on a log. I'm a bump on a log. No, not when you're working, but when you're at home, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to work like 50 hours a day. Just to keep up with your lifestyle. Do you remember? I believe we went to my parents. When we go to my parents during the summer, we go for a long time. And every time we FaceTimed you, <laughs> when you guys leave, in the same I'm like, finally. Spot on the couch in the same position. You know how many missed? With, I'm like, does he move? You know how many missed winters <laughs> I've had married to you? Yes, 10. Yeah. Um, my nutrients are all sucked dry. <laughs> So when you leave, my body's like, finally, finally. Uh, this feels good. Is this cathartic for you? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting started. <laughs> honestly, what I have found. Let's honestly, wrap up the show. 
I have found that what used to represent the darkest, grim, most grim, just isolated, awful place. Alaska. <laughs> That's not nice. Alaska in the winter. That's my biggest fear is Alaska in the winter. You also have, were you like that before your injury? I have no idea. I don't remember. I was too young and I don't have a good memory. Well said. Thank you. But that's fair that right now, I mean, since post-injury, your body cannot regulate temperature. I can't stand winter and I so, can't I mean, stand That's cold. fair though. I mean, you have to align yourself with the environment. I also can't stand the dark. Yeah, that's fair too. Yep. And there was also a part of that because wasn't there something? Yes, there was a rehab pool. A rehab pool. A rehab pool. And it was March. It was March. It was dark. It was cold. And then there was a rehab pool and it was dark. It was like indoor and even the water was dark. It's a very dark time. A psychologist would have a field day with you. A field day? Yeah. Yes, I know. And I have to sit here biting my tongue (laughs) all day long with you. Just let her be. Let her be. Let her figure this out. sunshine. You're a ray of sunshine, all right. All I'm trying to say yes. is what- How did this turn into a therapy session for me? It's not. This was supposed to be winter. Yeah. We're supposed to talk about winter. You're so charged by winter. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot take enough vitamin D. No, I can't. No, I'm taking like three pills a day. Okay. I think we, for people that <laughs> try to promote balance, I think you might be giving the wrong message. I am. <laughs> You're fine. And this is not this what is I teach unhinged. my students, by For those the way. of you out there, <laughs> this, is, this right. is unhinged, Laura, you're getting today. This is fantastic. It is. Well, I have the case of the ducats. We didn't plan for this podcast. There is no planning. We're even doing it midday, right? Well, okay. But hold on a second. Let's have some structure, guys. Okay. The problem that we're talking about here is life is moving so fast. Yes. And we're all spinning a thousand plates. And we have no help. <sighs> This is your, this is just a venting session for you. I remember when I met you, when I was treating you. You remember when you you met me? Yes. You remember? I do. You don't. That's one of the six memories I still have. You don't remember a thing. (laughs) Hippocampus man. Go on. Did you put some Baileys in your coffee this morning? I wish, but I did not. (laughs) So the problem is how do we put those plates down to get back in the flow of our life, to get back, to allow the silence, the stillness and most of us don't. The problem is that we have these shoulds and coulds and have tos and, and can'ts. And won'ts. And won'ts. And those are the typical solutions to this, oh, my cycle is over, right? I used up my energy for the cycle. Now it's time to pivot and let go and then replenish. Or the mind comes in and says- move on to the next shiny object. Well, that's, again, the mind's like, we cannot do this. So the typical solution is once you have exhausted what you're doing, you have to jump to something else. Yes. Or you just don't put it down at all and you just force yourself through it. Right. So people just little by little deplete them until what? Until they're forced, until something breaks, until it comes out sideways, Right. until they're just in a bad mood and it's coming out. And so what seems like such a terrible thing to you, Mm -hmm. the winter, what used to be such a terrible thing to me, all I can say is at this point, from all the work I've done, I now associate winter with the warmest, best feeling I could have. That's because I make a fire for the house every... That's that's because you keep the thermostat at 78. (laughs) Yes, that is why I'm so warm and fuzzy. No, I see what you're saying. And I can intellectualize all this. Because why? And I know... What's at the bottom of the stillness? what I teach my students. I know. But I cannot do. 
I can teach, but I cannot do. That's a good realization. Thanks. Now your patients are probably not going to listen to you anymore. I know. No, I said (laughs) it's wise. It's ancient wisdom. And I know. I said I can intellectualize it. Are you working on it? Yes, of course. How so? Because I really need some hope for you right now. I want to run. That's how you're working on it. (laughs) I want to run to the next exciting project. That's not working on it. I'm dying today. Those are the typical solutions. I know. So what's the magic seed? The magic seed is don't run. The magic seed is this. If I really, really want to grow, and I do, then little bits at a time. So the little bit at a time today is admitting that I had the ducats and I have not been very productive today. I've gotten a few things done, but I'm saying like, if I want to grow, I can't just, just drop everything. I just, I can't, I won't, but I could do a little bit here, a little bit there. Power saving mode. Uh Uh-huh. And grow on that. So maybe this winter, and by this winter, I mean today, you know, because we have many cycles, but Maybe today I do a little bit. I take a little take bit of pressure off yourself, right? right? right. I say no a couple more times, you know, whatever today than I did yesterday. And then the next time I run into this or next time I get completely depleted or I feel like it's very hard to wake up in the morning, then I take a few more things off or right. let go of a few so more things. The way I talk about it with patients is like you have like an output meter and when you're in summer, and you're full of energy. Yeah, put your output meter to 10 out of 10. Rock and roll. Be out there. Be active. When you realize you're in a winter, ah, oh, case of the duck, it's, oh, I'm in a winter. Set your output meter to like two. Just enough to do all the things you have to do to keep your kingdom running, right? To keep your life going. What are the essential things you have to do? Do them without the bells and whistles, without the extra energy, without the extra effort. Just do the minimal required effort. And then when you're done with that, allow yourself to be still. But I think there's one more point here. Mm -hmm. I have a couple as well, but you go first. Right now, you're still defining or you're still framing winter around what it's not. And I think that's the biggest problem. And that was me for years and years and years. I was, winter was the anti-summer. I was like, I love summer. Summer and spring are my favorite things. And it's like, winter isn't summer. But of course it's not. And if you're trying to make it be, you're always going to be let down. And you're going to think it is dark and drab and dreary and low energy because compared relatively to summer, it is exactly those things. But once you say, wait a second, it can't just be an absence. It's part of the cycle. And like you're saying, the ancient wisdom, you know, there is massive value in what takes place during winter. So once you start reframing, once you kind of change your perspective, not about what it's not, but when you realize in that stillness, in that darkness, if you sink deep enough you don't fall into a void. You actually fall to yourself. You can't lose yourself. We lose ourselves when we get caught up in the BS in life, all the forms and all the Mm -hmm. things. So without those, as scary as it is and as empty as it feels, you end up in the center of yourself again. It's the best. It's what we're ultimately looking for. But if you always frame it by what it's not, you're never going to sit there long enough to find yourself. And if you do find yourself, that's when you could be like, oh, Hey, and then you could realign your purpose with your actions. You can put your passion back in it. You can offer up your life in a way that says, Hey, little Adam, go have fun and play, dude. I can't, I'm sorry. I put all this pressure on you to do this stuff. You could still do this stuff, but go have fun and play. And you could allow yourself to play because you got back to yourself to even offer up that new perspective. 
Okay. That's what's in winter. That's, you know, that's like in yoga doing the ultimate pose, right? You know, but you have to offer different variations of the pose, right? So if you can't do the ultimate one, you have to. Modifications. Right. Thank you for letting me know that. The way I look at it is now, because I didn't realize this, is that there are two different types of people. And maybe I often get sideswiped. Sidetracked? Blindsided? uh, Blindsided. Often, right? In life. By? In life. (laughs) In general. I do. I do because I'm so unaware of things. And then big things in, in my life, I get blindsided. And when I get blindsided, I run, right? I'm a runner. So I drop everything and then I go to the next exciting thing, right? So that's one type of person. Another type of person who I couldn't possibly be in a billion years is willing my way through something that I don't want to do, right? Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a majority. I think that's a majority of people. You don't see a lot of people dropping their entire lives like I could easily do. You do see a lot of people willing their way through life, losing the energy. So afraid to let go of the infrastructure that's been created, they will just force themselves to fill it. Yes. So I think that's how I keep my energy is because I run and I go to the next exciting thing. I don't will myself through. Along the way, right? And like even think of the herbs you're on. But I have no roots. You're on, right. Our formula, the base of your formula right now is to enrich you from the inside out. Right. Because you never give yourself time to gain that enrichment because that's the fuel that's burned for your next exciting thing you're going to do. But you just skip over that, drink a cup of coffee. Yes. And- Burn up even more of your nutrients, burn up even more of your soil until you get to the point where you're like, it seems like it takes so much effort to produce anything because you're running on fumes. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, man? You're (laughs) killing me. You're killing me. I'll just run to the next shiny object. No, but no, I'm realizing that that's what I do because I have always wondered how is it so easy for me to drop an entire life and then, you know, move to the next thing. Because you're that petrified of... The stillness of, yeah. Right. Okay. So if you cannot stop and honor winter, Mm -hmm. then I see it as two things. What you were saying is change perspective, which you are very, very good at doing that. And if you cannot have the ultimate peak pose and you need modifications, you do what I said before and you chip away a little bit. You know, you say little no's and you prune just a little bit. And then maybe the next time, you get to this point, or I can say I, maybe the next time I get to this point, I prune a little bit more, right? I mean, That's isn't that how we... But first, so you're doing phase two of winter. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, I break all the phases into two two parts, right? Yes. And phase two of winter, part two is you're kind of reassessing your life. What do you want to keep? What do you want? And so then this next cycle, you might realize, ooh, this is overall kind of a, I'm in a winter cycle. Right. So I need to kind of change the way I'm doing things. So yes, totally. But there's also that part of the first half of winter where you have to actually say duck it. And it's not about even paring down. So is that the let go? Because I have no problem with letting go. You say that, but then you won't sit there. You'll you'll say you'll let go and then you'll let go, but I won't sit there. I'll move on. So again, so it's the let go. Remember when, oh, that's what I was going to say before when I met you. Let go is a fall. That's the letting go, right? And then the final let go puts you into winter. That's when- You have a let go and then you have the stillness. When I was treating you way, way back in the day. Oh, you started to say this and I interrupted you with your memory. Thank you. Got it. Go. Apology accepted. (laughs) 
And I'm sorry. So when I started Chini and I told you, you were going to die of a heart attack at 55, yes, right? right? <laughs> I thought about that today. I thought maybe I was still on that track. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Yes. Not nice, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Whoops. Awesome. Right in slip. Um, <laughs> what was the big thing I was telling you? Do you remember? I was like, dude, you have to drop the plates. Like yeah, it's scary. Right. Remember? Like you were just doing, you were, you were just. You also told me I had to stop drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause that's, that's the thing. You just kept going, going, going. You never allowed a reset ever. And we talked about that. And like the fear is if you do that, all My everything, life come your life's going to come crumbling down. And then you realize you're not doing the heavy lifting that you think you are. Your mind thinks you're the one keeping everything going in your life. If you let go of it, or really you realize, oh, everything kind of sustains decently without me. Let me take a step back, get a breath of fresh air, take a nap, get energized, and then join back up again to realize you don't have to control it the whole time. If you had to control it that much, if you were that important, it's unsustainable anyway. So you kind of need to let go to see, is what I'm doing even sustainable? Is what I'm doing even organically aligned right now? That's even part of why we let go, to understand when we pick it back up, Do we want to prune things away? Do we want to, like, that's how we get to the pruning part or to kind of reorienting how we want to move forward. But we have to get to that point where we're just like, I surrender. I mean, for me, that's what it is. I'm always finding myself. I'm not unlike you, you know, I'm put so much pressure on myself to accomplish this, accomplish that, finish this, do that. And it gets to the point where I don't realize I'm doing it until I'm feeling this mounting pressure, this weight on my shoulders. And I'm getting short tempered, right? I'm just like becoming mm-hmm. impatient. And, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I give up. Like, obviously what I'm doing is not working. And I'll talk to the universe or God, whatever you want to call it. And i be like, you win. Like, I gotta give up. You do it. I don't like that. I give up. I give up. It's the best feeling. You never give up. <laughs> it is literally the best feeling I have at any given point. Cause it's the, the most weightless I feel at any point. And it's like, I surrender and I take all the pressure off me. And that is a case of the ducats. I'm like, duck it. I'm done. I'm done. If I'm the only one working towards this, I don't want to be doing it anymore. I still feel like we're talking about two different things. I How am so? great with a let go. But I hold love on. letting go. But hold on. Once you do that and you feel the weightlessness, for me, I enjoy the weightlessness. I do too. You immediately need to fill it up though. Yes. That's no. where you fall off. No, I love the fall. I don't like sitting there in the land. Like I need to, you know, you've got a couple of different parts when you let go. I love the decision of letting go. That is amazing. And it, for me, it's an amazing high of feeling that fall. Right. I love the release of the pressure. I love it. It is amazing. It is amazing. But I do not want to sit, like once I land, I don't want to sit there. So that's my point. You can't be afraid. You have to trust that, who you are. You can't make it to 40, whatever you are. Trust. That's why I let go. I'm the, fine with letting go. Stop. Just shush. It's shush for one second. Down at the bottom. You're so resistant to this part that you can't even like, I can't even pin it down for you. To let go and stay there and trust that it will come from within. You don't have to create the next push. It comes from within. It has to sprout from a seed. And so you're not letting it come from that place. You're manufacturing it. That's the whole point. If you let it come from the seed, this is new growth. This has new energy. This can grow for a bunch of cycles now. 
You don't wait for something new. You just get the next round of fire to make you feel excited about something. That's the whole point is the magic seed of the ducats isn't just the release and the feeling good. It's can you now sit there and engender the seed within to come up and show you where you're going to put your energy again. If you do that, you're going to be aligned and you'll have much more fulfillment and you'll be in the right rhythm with it instead of just wanting to jump into full steam ahead. It doesn't even make sense. That's not how life works. I'm getting the most blank (laughs) stare from my wife right now. I don't know what to say. Duck it. (laughs) Duck it. I mean, I guess that's it. So for me, you know, a case of the ducats, I live for the ducats because (laughs) you do. You always say, I wish I could get sick. (laughs) (laughs) Like getting sick. I fear. I just want to be still for a moment. That's what happens when you marry a cart. You're, you're just dreaming (laughs) of getting sick. Like something immobilize me, please. And for me, I'm pumping vitamin C in our whole family all day long. I'm like, no one will get sick. No one will have a day off. (laughs) I think this is a good therapy session. It's great. Yeah. I think we're going to get a lot of phone calls right now from therapists being like, please see me. <laughs> like in the Santa Claus. I'll pay you. You know, like in the Santa Claus. Yes. And is it Judge Reinhold might be like the, he's like the ex-wife's new husband, whatever. Oh God, that guy. Such and he's a like tool. a psychiatrist or whatever. And he's like, please call me. Please call me. <laughs> With his sweaters. Here's my card. Please nice sweater. Nice sweater guy. <laughs> So yeah, anyway. Let's end this. Yeah, the ducats, yes. I think you're spot on. Like, yes, it's good to just be like, duck it and I'm done and put all, let the plates drop, let it all drop. But then to sit there in the silence, and I promise anyone out there, if you sit there long enough and just allow yourself to, and like, and not beat yourself up the whole time, (laughs) not like let your mind, if you're beating yourself up the whole time, you're not really in winter your mind has to go through its autumn of releasing all the angst of being still. Mm -hmm. And to get that out without going into motion, without being propelled into motion from it and just being like, oh, I'm so frustrated. Oh, I just want to move. I just want to do something. I hate this. I Cool. That would be awesome. Because now you're releasing the angst that doesn't allow you to sit in winter. But really sitting in winter becomes essential for renewal and replenishment and redefining where you want to place your efforts moving forward and to make sure that your efforts are coming from a place that stems from, go have fun and play. Go have fun and play, no matter what it is. You want to build a rocket ship? Go have fun and play. You have to go to a funeral today and show up for people? Go have fun and play, which means align with the moment. It doesn't mean, yeah, 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 rah, 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 that wouldn't be appropriate for a funeral. But having fun and playing means you're, you're meeting the moment where it's at, so you're genuinely engaged. So maybe if you're on a funeral, look, having fun and playing is more of like a somber fun and play. It's more of showing up and being caring Connect. and having compassion, mm, connecting. connecting. And that's the form of play. Maybe the form of play is working really hard to build something. Maybe the form of play is literally playing and having fun. Like you're saying, where's the fun? Right. Maybe having fun and playing is being like, I haven't nourished myself in a long time and I want to maybe pamper myself or feed myself well. It doesn't matter, but you have to get to that point where your actions are being motivated by go have fun and play, dude. And when it's not, then Let me know, get anxious for me, get irritable for me so I can stop, go through an autumn, come back to the silence and the stillness, and then realign with letting it come from a place of go fun and play. You do that enough times, you start learning how to live your life from that place and you learn how to be productive from that place. That's my magic seed. Okay. All right, Karch, you are in bad shape, kid. (laughs) You are in bad shape. (laughs) 
I'm really pulling for you. Thank you. All right. Well, until next week, nothing but love. If you are enjoying Magic Seeds podcast, spread the love by doing a few things so others can enjoy it as well. Wherever you are listening, Spotify, iTunes, Google, just click on the plus sign. That way you can follow us and not miss an episode. If you would be so gracious to give us an outstanding rating, we'd be forever grateful. And please share an episode or two with a loved one if you think it'll help. This way we can help more people. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can PM Magic Seeds 2023 Instagram, or you can friend us on Magic Seeds Facebook group and PM us there. Thank you so, so much. Nothing but love. Love.